Hi, I'm Kamu. I'm an entrepreneur and VCOM Honors Investment Management graduate. And I'm Darren, a CFA chart holder and a newsletter writer. And you're listening to the Upstart VC Podcast. A podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs about the things they're building and to investors about the entrepreneurs they're backing. Welcome to another episode of the Upstart VC Podcast. Before we dive into this week's discussion, we'd like to request that you follow us on Substack. By subscribing, you get access to all the research notes we compile of the guests we interview and a whole lot more. And if you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. With that said, today on our show, we have Zanella Matume, CEO and founder of Wello, an active startup in the medical service and delivery industry. As always, the first segment of our show is an elevator pitch where founders tell us about their business and why we should buy their product. Let's hop in. So we deliver medicine and we use smart tech to deliver medicine and health services direct at your doorstep. Arrived at your destination. Um, and I think just as a as a start, um, it will be really interesting for us to um, establish your journey um, and what led you to to starting Hello Wello. So if you could just high level, um, let us know how you got into entrepreneurship and just how all of this started for you. Okay, uh, I got into entrepreneurship in two thousand and three. Uh, when I was doing like your construction, then I I moved up to mining services. Then what what led to Wello was that you know uh, in two thousand uh, yeah two thousand and eighteen two thousand and nineteen I left the traditional business space and I ventured into tech. Then uh, when I ventured into tech, I wanted to build something something that's scalable, something that has impact, and yeah, something that's in the delivery space. So the first thing we wanted to do was to deliver food, parcels, and everything in NBT. Then we went back to the drawing board and decided that, you know what, we're going to have, we're going to carve a niche for ourselves. So of all the things that you want to deliver, which one has impact? Which one can we focus on and you know make it a niche? And which one can can we uh, take globally? That's when we focused on medicine delivery because uh, the uh, health tech uh, as a whole is something that's uh, like highly needed uh, in in South Africa, if not Africa. So that's how we came up on Wello and say, okay, we're going to start now with uh, we're going to go into health tech. And the first service that you're going to do is delivering of medicine. Uh, everything that we, we're doing is centered around bringing health to your home, direct to your home. So we started now with the delivering of medicine, then we're adding other things, other at-home health services. So that, that's how uh, Wello came about. That's, that's really cool, um, Zanile. And yeah, when did you, I'm quite interested to know, when, when did you kind of come up with uh, the focus of Althec? Was that before the, the, the outbreak of COVID or was that during uh, 2020 last year? It was during, it was during uh, the COVID uh, period because Willow was established last year. 
So we started operating last year. Our first paying client was last year, December. So it happened uh, during the COVID uh, period. I think it was spurred on by, by COVID. You're saying that your, your first paying customer was um, at the end of the year, right? And I can imagine that COVID posed quite a barrier for that, right? And it, it probably took longer than what it would have otherwise um, taken. So how did you go about getting that first client in a new environment where everything's a bit uncertain and there's what I imagine um, lack of, uh, I don't know, like trust in something new that's coming in um, considering uh, COVID? Uh, getting clients in, in the first month was very difficult because uh, we tried, you know, going to the traffic lights, handing out flyers. We handed out a lot of flyers and we didn't even get or like one client from, from that expensive exercise. Then I started now speaking to the people in my circle. I think when you start something, the people who are going to support you first or you, who you must sell to first are the people in your circle. So I spoke to some of my relatives and they are the ones that referred my first client to me because like she called me and she was like, oh, I heard that you guys are doing one, two, three. Uh, I get my medicine from public hospitals. Can you do that for me? So that's, that, that is how we got our first client. It was through a referral from our, our circle. Like you saying, you know, this is a new thing. Uh, especially in Gauteng, because I didn't know of any companies who are doing this in the townships. So there's a level of, you know, lack of trust and, you know, chatbot, what are you doing with the chatbot? How are we supposed to make orders to the chatbot and all of those things? So it was a bit difficult at first, but once we had our first client, then it started getting easier. And has it been growing organically ever since, or have you, uh, it initiated some paid marketing um, or, or ads or anything like that? Uh, it has been going, uh, growing organically because uh, we, we're currently bootstrapping. So uh, there was no money for paid ads and all of that. So we just had to uh, uh, continue growing organically, which is via word of mouth, which is uh, going and signing up people on the spots at the hospitals doing oil, actual sales, face-to-face -face sales interactions, and also using our Facebook page and Twitter page to advertise. So that's how it has been growing and that's how we've been getting uh, our clients through those channels. Sonella, if I can also just jump in and, and ask uh, kind of some clarity on, on what it is that um, Wello actually does. So. You said you, you're focusing on delivering medical um, supplies to clients. And is that just going to fetch maybe something that they need delivered from the pharmacy? Or does that mean um, that you assist them to get to the doctor? Maybe just a little bit more clarity on, on what it is exactly that the service or product is that you give. Okay, we, we do medicine delivery on behalf of clients and also on behalf of B2Bs. So uh, our clients, which is uh, B2C, our individuals, they upload the script. We go and fetch medication at the local pharmacy or at the government hospital pharmacy, government clinic pharmacy. 
we fetch medication on their behalf and deliver direct at their homes. Then for our B2B, which is your, your private hospital or private clinic clients, they do everything. We just deliver on their behalf to their clients. So now when we deliver to their clients, it's not well low. It's like the our current uh, B2B client is called Quad Care. They have clinics around uh, Gauteng. So now when we deliver, we deliver on behalf of Quad Care. We're doing that service on their behalf for their patients. So those are the two types of services that we have direct to our clients and direct for our B2B uh, customers, which is your your clinic, your private clinics, private hospitals. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Thank, thanks for the, um, mm-hmm. for that detail. So that's actually really interesting because um, I know that uh, when you have to fetch um, medication from the government clinics, you have to wait in a long, long queue. Um, my, exactly. gran, my gran would actually get somebody, a friend of hers, to go and collect um, the script or whatever the medication was because she couldn't actually sit in those long lines and wait the entire day to get medication. So I'm sure there must be a massive demand from, from individuals who maybe are less able and have less ability to do that. And so what you said, you kind of alluded to how you go about collecting or, or getting clients. So are you going to hospitals to, to find new clients or what is it that you're doing? Yes, yeah. speaking of, of government hospitals or clinics, that's where 99% of our clients are, surprisingly so, because when we started Wello, I thought my client is Zanele, who's based in the suburbs, who just wants me to co- go and collect a, a script at, at this camp, only to find out that our clients are people exactly like you just explained, people who have to queue from 5 a.m., uh, 4 a.m. and spend the whole day at the hospital or the clinic and only leave around 2 p.m., 3 p.m. or even 1 p.m. So that has turned out to be our surprise clients. So we're focusing all our energies there. Hence, we're operating fully in the townships. So, yeah, yeah, that, that has been a, a, a surprise for us, but that's where the majority of our clients are. So, yeah, that's where we, we do most of our, our work. We getting medication for them and they like like our clients it will be your millennial who who fetches a chronic medication at the hospital or who fetches chronic medication for that child it will be your gogo your Mm -hmm. elders you know it will be somebody who's your factory worker who's saying hey every time i i have to get my medicine at the public hospital i have to uh, to take a day off from work and it's no work no pay so it's better to use you guys than uh, uh, lose money at work. The, those are your retail guys who are retail spectrum workers and all of that. So, yeah. That's, that's so exciting. Um, like the, so basically, you, you're solving a massive problem for the base of the pyramid, essentially. Um, well, at least to me, it seems like it. Um, that people are kind of sort of overlooking to me. Um, Exactly. Yeah, I think it's really exciting what you're doing. Um, and if you may, if you can, if you are able to share, I'm just curious, like what the, the pricing strategy of, of the business model is. Okay, like uh, we charge 45 rands 
per seven kilometer radius. Then we use uh, we use uh, scooter drivers. We we call them our partner drivers. So we don't want to own uh, any scooters at the moment. So we use the guys who are currently delivering for your master delivery, etc. Then then we we pay them per delivery. So but the client we charge the client forty five rands uh, per seven kilometer radius. Um, Darren, do you have a follow up to that? Or can I jump in here? No, you can you can jump in, come. Okay, so uh, I don't know for for those listening that that aren't familiar with Zanella, so you've been um, essentially just building um, in public, right? And a lot of what you've been doing has been um, shown on Twitter. And, you know, that's that's basically where you know I I really just fell in love with the whole concept and just fell in love with you as an entrepreneur and the work you're doing, right? And I know that in a lot of the interactions that you've had with your clients, it's been very much you driving that, um, having that personal connection, um, all of that stuff, right? So yeah. now that you're growing up, growing and scaling, um, how are you ensuring that that same, you know... Uh, personal touch. <laughs> yeah, that personal touch is still being um, extended outside of you. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, that has been a challenge because uh, I've developed quite a relationship with, uh, with most of our clients because yeah. like, yeah, like, like uh, I forgot to ask, to answer one of Darren's questions. Let me ask that, answer that one first. Okay, Where sure. he was asking, <laughs> how, how do we get them? So Darren, we get them at the point of their pain point, which is at those queues in the hospital. Like tomorrow, I'll be there with my sales team what, what we've been doing is that Monday to Thursday from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., uh, I'll be there. Uh, at first, when I was starting, before I could you know, afford to get people on board, I would do it on my own. 5 to 7 a.m., that's where you get them. They're sitting on those chairs. They're cold. They're waiting. You know, they're waiting on the queues and all of that. That's where I would sit. I, I would stand up, tell them about the pro, uh, pitch. Do, do just a pitch to them because you'll be uh, you'll find people 150 to 200 people at one go sitting there so that's the best best place i would get them then i would do sign ups on the spot so now that you're growing i'm training other people that are doing that tomorrow i'll uh, i'll be training i'll be at the hospital at 5 a.m up to 7 again training uh, another set of uh, sales people who are going to continue because now we're going we're doing Midlands. Now we're doing a Joburg. We're no longer going to be doing Pretoria. Now we're scaling. So now every salesperson that comes to, we're going to be training them. Even after we get funding and we do paid ads and all of that, we're not leaving this one. This one is this marketing hack is where we're getting most of our clients at that pinpoint, at that point of need, and speaking to them and engaging with them for a whole three, two to three hours. So that's what we've been doing. That's why we continue. Tomorrow I'll be there as well. I'm continue. I will continue this until we get ten thousand signups per month and nationwide. So how are we going to bottle our the personal touch that I have uh, with with our clients? I make sure I'm go. I'm making sure that everyone that I I employ, they 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 know that we don't deliver medicine. We deliver health. 
So it's not like you de we're delivering pizzas and things like that. So you must have that empathy, sense of empathy, that personal touch. When you speak to people, you must be patient and things like that. Because now you're dealing with people who are sick. You're dealing with people who have a lot of things going on. So the least you can do is to have empathy, is to really love people. Because if you don't love people, you're not going to be working for well. We don't care how many MBAs you have. If you and if you can't connect with people, like a person from Santin to a person from Social Guve, if you can relate to people on the ground, then you won't even go through the interview process. So I'm making sure that when we interview people, they have uh, they have that heart for people and they know that we're not delivering medicine, we're delivering health. So you have to have that sense of empathy and you have to, that's the well of brand. So that's how I'm going to make sure that even when we scale, that personal touch continues. And, you know, as we grow and grow our teams, we're going to have a dedicated, you know, uh, customer support uh, that's going to do all the things that I'm doing now. As you can see, Gamo, I'm always posting uh, WhatsApps, communications with my VNs and all of that. So we'll have a customer support uh, center or a customer support team that will continue with that service, exclusive service as we grow. So that's our mode going forward. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, Darren, you wanna open? Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, that's super impressive, Zanele. Um, I'm so uh, impressed with, with your vision and also your ability to see where the pain point is and to kind of um, to solve that problem. And I think, uh, yeah, I just sent Kamu a message now saying yeah. <laughs> what I've heard so far is <laughs> completely amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed. Um, and maybe yeah. just a follow up question based on that is like, have you raised any external funding? Um, because you said you, you're currently bootstrapping. Um, and have you, yes, we, have you approached any funders? Okay, at first, when, when I started, I, I, I went into fundraising pre-seed, but I think I did it only for about three weeks. And I said, you know what? Let me go back, let me build, let me build traction. Then I'll go back to, to fundraising, which for me was, was a good idea because that time I was really too early. I didn't know what I was doing. I was still finding my product market fit. So my advice to everyone, to most uh, entrepreneurs that find your product market fit first before you go to funding. Because when I was funding, I was funding on Welo that was going to service Gamo and Zanele and Darren from the suburb. I didn't know about this other market, this overlooked, highly overlooked market. 51.9% of South Africans are using public hospitals. Barakwana, as we speak, they're doing 7,000 uh, prescription on a daily. So I, I was not even focusing on that. So for me, that was my first mistake to raising pre-seed. But anyway, I went back to the drawing board and said, okay, I'm, not, I'm stopping raising. So now I started raising again as from this month. And the nice thing about the, uh, this second round of fundraising now is that people are actually coming into my DMs, reputable uh, angel investors from your US, from your Canada, from your Lagos, from your Kenya, and even friends of mine who never even invested in any of my ventures before are like, hey, we have 300,000, we, we want to invest, blah, blah, blah. So now, at least now people are coming to you and now you're sifting through and making sure that 
your cap table, you know, it's not, it's not messed up. And I'm also pitching some VCs. I started, when was it last week? It was my first pitch. So now I'm fundraising. So now it's two things that uh, I'm obsessive about for the next uh, six months. It's fundraising and getting well to 10,000 signups per month. So yeah, so that's where we are. That's, that's, that's great. Um, I, I think, Zanelle, I just want to say quickly before, I, I know Darren wants to ask another question, <laughs> um, but I really admire your ability to, you know how for me at least like this entrepreneurship thing is just like this complex mechanism with so many moving parts, right? And no. you just like <laughs> clearly see that puzzle. <laughs> and like sometimes oh there, even, there are pieces you need that aren't even on that table, right? But you have this like amazing ability to just like, you know, take one foot in front of the other and like start piecing this thing until it becomes, you know, what you have right now, you know. It started mm-hmm. out with your, your your marketing hack. Now with, you know, the fundraising and everything like that is just, I don't know, it's just really amazing to see. So I just wanted to put that uh, on the record. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> But yeah, kind of just also based on that and and from what Sanele has told us, um, I think it's also a little bit of um, trial and error, right? So um, true, true. There are no right answers. You just play it by ear, trial and error, and just be bold and be willing to fail and learn from that. So I'm going to switch gears again, you know. Um, And yeah, just just wanted to go into some of the learnings you, you have, right? Just before we... We end off with our last question because I'm just being conscious of time here. Um, mm-hmm. So if you had like a, if there was a billboard that you could display um, and it could reach billions of people, um, what phrase, quote, um, verse would you, would you have on there? Okay. As the company or as uh, Zanelle? <laughs> just as Zanelle. <laughs> Oh, okay. Raise as you rise. I love that. I, I coined that term some years ago. And I, there's a term that I live by. Raise as you rise. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you need to um, trademark. To have a trademark on that, <laughs> on that phrase. For somebody to... <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean when you say that, uh, Zanile? It means like as you rise up in the world, as you grow, you know, don't do it alone. Raise other people as you go. And that's that's how I've been as an entrepreneur. Even when I was in mining, I made sure that when I left the space, I introduced other people in the industry and, you know, in the mining services industry, things like that. So wherever I go, I make sure that I always raise as I rise. I don't wait to be at the peak before I can say, oh, who can I introduce to this field and blah, blah, blah. So even now in tech, I'm still new in tech, but I'm making sure that, you know, I introduce, I encourage, I use the networks that I have. I plug people, we plug people, this one with that one, so that, you know, as we rise, we always raise each other. So, yeah, that's my MO. That's so powerful. Um, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a great um, vision to have. And thank, thank you for sharing with, with us, actually. Um, Come if you don't mind, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll just ask the last question. Um, so you were just, uh, Zanelli, you were talking about um, 
making sure that you have enough capital um, as a CEO and a founder. So our last question kind of relates to that. If you had to find 100,000 US dollars on the side of the road or somebody gave you 100,000 US dollars just like that, what would you use that money on um, for, for Wello? Okay, uh, for well, I would use it for, it wouldn't be enough, but it will help me. It will help uh, our company with product development, you know, to do some, because we want to do some parts of product development. Uh, it will help as well with uh, our expansion plans to other parts of Gauteng and other parts of KZN. So if I would get that 100K at the side of the road, it will uh, definitely be deployed for that. And it will give us a runway, I think of uh, four months. Yes, it will give us a runway of four months to pay the team and all of that, but mostly uh, product development, uh, expansion into one or two cities in KZN and uh, further expansion here in Gauteng. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Um... So making sure that you you solving more problems from and, and creating more products mm-hmm. that sounds great um we don't have too mm-hmm. much time left uh i don't really have any more questions other than to say Zanelia, um, i really enjoyed our conversation and i i wish you all the best for your fundraise and i really hope that we can connect um offline and yeah to to try to add value and you can help me rise while you rise as well. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> you rise, yeah. help, help and raise us up, myself and Tom, while you rise. Oh, that will be great, guys. No, I'm always available anytime. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Zanelle. You know, um, just your energy is so infectious and I think it carried out so much into the conversation. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, I wish you all the best with uh, Welo. And I, I know there's there's really good things that are coming up in the horizon. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for the interview as well. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.